dumb right now. <laughs> I am not going to finish singing, y'all. Don't worry. But as I was sitting here just listening to Rihanna tell him to take a bow, I was just like, girl, thank you. You found your word. Tell him to get gone, honey. If he is not treating you like you are wonderfully and fearfully made, he got to go. Anyway, y'all, welcome to What's Next, sis. Y'all know I be up here cutting up. We on episode two where we're going to talk a little bit about boundaries and standards. And of course, I'm going to use my real life examples of the things that I used to do in my situationships that I now know were less than appropriate. And so I'm happy that you're here with me. But what y'all been doing this week? I mean, y'all can't talk back to me yet. You know, but you can send me a DM. I'm just up here talking to myself, aka talking to y'all. So what did I do this week? Of course, I was working on the nine to five. Y'all know I'm still on a nine to fiver. I'm just trying to find purpose, right? And I found it and I'm walking in it and it's been great. But I just can't wait until God will retire me from the nine to five and replace it with the purpose work. I know y'all excited too, because that's really why we're here. All of us at What's Next, since myself included. We're trying to get to purpose. We're trying to use our talents and our gifts to retire us from the dreadful nine to five. If your nine to five is dreadful. But like I said, why are you listening to what's next if your nine to five ain't dreadful? However, we thank God for provision and sustainment. I was thinking about it this week and I was like, Lord, you know, I'm ready to retire because I do not want to be working on this job until I'm 65. However, I do thank you, God, that I'm making a nice amount of money and all of my needs are met and my wants are met. So it's like, you still got to find a ribbon in the sky, sis, but hopefully I'll be able to help you (laughs) along the way of like just gaining a new perspective about your nine to five in the meantime, in between time, right? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, okay, Lord. You got me on this job. You know, thank you for the blessing of it. But help me get through until I can finally relinquish it. So hopefully for you, for those of you that are following me on my journey and you're on a similar journey, we'll be able to help each other, child. And I'll be able to help you through coaching. Um, Just find your purpose. Look at your talents and your gifts and just find something else to focus on other than your nine to five. Now, yes, we have to show up to our nine to five and give our best because we have to work on that thing as if we were working for the Lord. Y'all know it say that in scripture. So we still got to give them our best child. But some days I'll be like, "Mm -mm. you got to help me, Holy Spirit, because I feel like giving them nothing today. I'm just being honest. But anyway, saying all that to say, push through, sis. It's Friday. I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but for me, it's Friday. So I'm happy. I'm like, look, I'm finna go into the weekend, and then next week is Thanksgiving week, so I'm only working one day next week, and I am so grateful for that. Um, I hope that you guys are going to be able to spend time with your loved ones. I know it's corona, and every time I turn on the news, they're like, okay, no Thanksgiving, no Thanksgiving, and I'm just like, ugh, I'm such a holiday person. I love the holidays. It just brings me good energy, good vibes. So y'all stay safe. That's that's all I can say. I ain't going to tell you what to do with your family or not to do. But just stay safe. 
Anyway, today's topic is standards and boundaries. And this is something that when I really look back at my relationships, I really don't think I had much of any of those two things. (laughs) As embarrassing as it may sound, but listen... I got to tell y'all the truth because I know that there are people who can relate to it. So I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, I had all these standards and I had all these boundaries and I never got my feelings hurt because of that. No, honey, I actually realized that having standards and having boundaries protects you. And this is why God wants us to have them and institute them and not waver or compromise on them because they are for our protection. Now, for those of you who have children, you already know this. Okay, as a parent, you implement standards and boundaries on your kids, especially boundaries, right? Because the boundaries that you uh, set for your kids, why are you setting that? Or why are you setting them? To protect them from whatever it is, whether they playing outside, whether it's like their screen time on the internet and um, using the phone. Like you got boundaries on that for a reason, right, mama? I know you do, Miss Mamas. So apply that to your dating life as well, right? We got to have some type of boundaries. I always describe it. I described my past dating life as, um, what, what, what did I use? I said, I used to roll out the red carpet. And I tell ladies that today, I'm like, we got to be mindful of rolling out the red carpet for the guys that we date, especially too soon, right? Rolling out the red carpet too soon basically means to me, you know, having no standards, having no boundaries, just let letting anything go for the most part. Um, as long you know, don't put yourself in any type of uh, don't jeopardize your safety, child. But rolling out the red carpet for a man to me is just letting him kind of pretty much control the situation. You know, doing whatever I guess you feel in your in your body that you want to do, providing benefits to this guy um limitlessly you know what I'm saying just allowing anything rolling out the red carpet for him to just cartwheel up and down that red carpet on ice skate like he basically just got his way like you're just like a yes girl you're saying yes to this saying yes to that there's no boundaries there's no standards in place so you just rolling out the red carpet for that man and like we said in episode one and like men in my real life have told me Guys are only going to do what we allow. So I feel like we need to have some boundaries in place and we need to have some standards in place in order to, what did I say last podcast, in order to mitigate, right, the consequences, negative consequences, right, in order to prevent our downfall, which means having a broken heart at the end of the day when that situation is over. So... With that being said, basically, in my past, child, I had to sit up here and think because it's been a while. Well, it's actually been two years since (laughs) I did have boundaries and standards in place. (laughs) I don't know if that sounds long or y'all might be thinking, girl, that ain't even long. It's long when you single, child. But when you're single, you know, you need to be doing the work of healing and you know, reflecting back on what you may have done wrong in your past. Not to set, not to blame yourself, sis. So don't get it twisted. Don't ever blame yourself. Don't ever shame yourself. I actually went through that. I was blaming myself. I was shaming myself. And when you do that, you actually stunt 
your healing process and you stunt your growth because you're spending so much time allowing the adversary to make you feel bad and to plant thoughts in your mind about yourself that it's just not true like you may just you may just not have known any better like in my case oh and this is something that um I was thinking about too like a lot of times when we grow up in our households our parents neglect to teach us about these things like standards and boundaries like you know I don't know I think that most of my audience is black but who knows where this is gonna go but I'm just gonna speak for a black household like a lot of the times what we hear from our parents is just no sex no dating like no 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 but what I'm learning is that there are other things that our parents should be teaching us and I'm going to institute that into my parenting one day when I become a parent um you have to teach your daughters and your sons about self-love self-worth respect and you know requiring men to respect you you have to teach your daughters and your sons about boundaries and standards and how to implement them and, and, and institute them into your life. We got to start teaching our kids these things because, I mean, you could say no sex all day, but if we don't teach ourselves and teach our kids that you also have to love yourself, and I'm not just saying like, hmm, that, you know, fanciful definition of loving yourself or that fantasy definition where it's just like oh you know I don't hate myself so I must love myself but like loving yourself is having boundaries loving yourself is having standards because you're recognizing that you're worth someone respecting you if they want to be in your life they have to respect things that you set for yourself that you believe are going to better you that you believe are going to protect you that you believe are going to help you you know remain um what's the word I'm looking for Lord just remain in the right mindset and mind frame when it comes to dating like you have to have some of these things rooted within you so that you don't fall too far into fantasy world which is a lot of what we do especially as women as soon as we meet somebody and we like them now we're daydreaming about what it could be and what we wanted to be and we making up in our head about what it is and the guy over there he ain't doing all that <laughs> we be doing the most and from what I understand from guys that I've talked to like they're not doing all that in the beginning sis they're not thinking about the white picket picket fence and the three kids now the woman is the we'll date somebody for two weeks and think oh this is it this the husband this is it and now you planning stuff out in your head that has not even happened yet and it's too soon for you to be thinking like it's okay to fantasize a little bit but you got to know when to reel it in sis you got to know when to reel it in because if you let it go too far in your mind you're setting yourself up to fall hard on your butt if you know it doesn't pan out the way that you wanted to pan out and it makes me think of this saying that my grandma had and she was like a hard head will make a soft y'all know that old school we don't curse on what's next sis but y'all know what the grandma said what granny said a hard head gonna make a soft butt so I think that in dating, we should just take everything in stride and we definitely need to communicate, especially if you're a grown woman. Like I said before, it is okay 
to ask a man early on what he's looking for in dating and what his, you know, goals are and what his intentions are. Like, we're not asking these questions. We setting ourselves up for failure because in his mind, he could just be out here trying to have a good time, trying to have a friend with benefit, not really taking you that serious or that deep. And then in your mind, you're definitely dating with purpose. Like, you eventually want something significant to come out of this which is a husband which is a real relationship so you need to have these answers early on and I'm not saying bum rush him on the first date okay what you looking for marriage kids like don't do too much on the first date honey but maybe by the second or third date start asking questions that you need answers to you know but just do it in a nice way girl don't be doing too much don't stick the put the paws on him too early (laughs) stick your claws in him too early because then you might run him away i don't know y'all tell me y'all the ones that's dating right now i'm just speaking on (laughs) my past experience but anyway saying all that to say I wrote down some standards and I wrote down some boundaries. And so I'm going to go through what I'm going to do first. I'm going to start with the boundaries first. Um, And like I said, I'm just going to use things that I made up for myself. Um, And not just made up like I pulled this stuff out the sky. Like I really like evaluated what I was doing in the past. And as a grown, grown woman now, you know, I'm like, hmm that did not work and you should not have been doing that or allowing that so I'm going to use my past experience and so number one are we coming out the gate like on fire I just opened up my google docs and I'm like oh I know I put this as number one so we just gonna come out the gate because we all grown number one boundary that I have in my life right now based on you know mistakes that I've made in my past is no sex and I also put slash no kissing and I put that because (laughs) I okay so let me preface this I don't know what y'all's convictions are about you know sex outside of marriage but for me like listen let me tell you about me I can't really have casual sex and I learned that because I looked at of course my past situations and I looked at how they went and I looked at like my response to sex and all of that like I really took an inventory so that's why I'm telling y'all take an inventory of what happened in your past and pull out the lessons that you can learn from those things so for me when I was sexually active, I noticed that I would always get emotionally attached. And I I realized that I can't have casual sex without getting my feelings. And so that is why that's my number one boundary right now. Um, no sex. Because I already know, like, I'm going to become emotionally attached. That soul tie is going to be created. And if that guy that I'm emotionally attached to because we had sex like if he's not reciprocating those same feelings and those same emotions and that same attachment I'm gonna get my feelings hurt so I said okay Jess you're going to have to eliminate sex while dating and I know for some of y'all I just snatched your wig and I just snatched your eyebrows off your face because as I said in season one 
when your wig is snatched that's like the shock factor like i just shocked y'all because i know we live in a hyper sexualized society every time you look on instagram you see booty shaking child every time you look on instagram everybody naked i heard the same thing about twitter child now they done gave y'all stories on twitter god bless i i, I can't <laughs> Instagram is more than enough. I can't even do two, three social medias at the same time. So I don't know how y'all be doing Instagram, TikTok. Uh, what, what else they got? Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. How y'all do all that at the same time? Ooh, it's too much information overload. And then it's booty overload because that's all you see in your face every time you pull up social media. So anyway, let me not go off on a tangent because y'all know how I do. But back to the sex thing, I noticed that I will be immediately emotionally attached. Now, some women, shout out to you, because I'm not here to judge. Shout out to the women who think or know that they can have casual sex and not catch feelings. I don't know what that world is like. I'm not a part of the coalition. I can't do it. And so I also put slash no kissing and I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying, you know, prematurely, because I don't know what y'all convictions are. Some people are on here and you've decided to be abstinent until marriage. And I applaud you. Amen. I really feel like sex should not be had early on. Okay. Because you don't know what that guy going to do. You don't know if he going to walk out your life after he got what he want. You understand what I'm saying? So you really got to be careful. And I know that's what we do. Netflix and chill. Next thing you know, your legs in the air. I mean, I've been there before. I ain't going to lie. In my past, I've been there. So I already know how it goes. That's why you got to have the boundaries. Because I feel as though there are relationships that I thought at the time could have gone the distance. But because we had sex too soon, we kind of like ruined the curiosity of what the rest of the relationship could have been. Because I think I said this on episode one of this season, um, you know, guys' attention span kind of decreases once they got, you know, the ultimate thing that they want really which is what's in between your legs so when you give that up too fast for some of you you may have noticed how it completely annihilated the relationship or the situationship or whatever y'all was doing because he started acting different after that he ain't hit you up as much like for me I don't know what you're gonna do and I may really like you so I got to hold on to the cookie jar for as long as I can Okay, because I need to see what your real intentions are with me. If you're just trying to smash and dash or if you're trying to get to really know me for real, for real, for real. So that's why I put that there because I don't know what his intentions are in the long run. So I don't want to give up the sex too fast. And I also put that there because I know that I will be emotionally attached if I have sex with you. And I think that that is exactly why... God told us not to have sex until marriage. God put that boundary there for a reason because he was like, listen, I know how I created women. Women are really emotional. Women become attached. So I'm trying to protect my daughter by telling her not to have sex until marriage because I don't even want her to go through the heartache and the pain and the heartbreak that happens when she give up the, the, ooh, child, I was about to say the cooter. I was about to say the other word. 
<laughs> I'm in my bag on this episode, child. Okay, but uh, sorry, y'all. I, I don't want to do no curse. And we don't want to say too many profane things, but you know, we on a on a sensitive topic. And I was about to say, the, you know, the other word for cooter. So <laughs> I don't want to offend nobody on this here podcast, but we're going to keep it real. Anyway, so yeah, God is like, I don't want y'all to have to deal with heartbreak after heartbreak because you done gave up the cookies too soon and that is man carried you or dished you or you know what i'm saying went m.i.a on you because he got what he want the thing about men are like i said the attention span so when they get that ultimate grand prize too soon and i need to have a man up on this podcast so he can explain it better than i can because this is just this is what has been told to me by uh you know a few different guys like when when they get what they want too fast their interest like i said it decreases you want to as a woman you want a man to learn about you i know as for me i'm like i want him to be interested in other things about me than that so like i want him to know or want to know what i do for a living um what I like to do outside of work. I want him to know what my personality is like. I want him to know like what I'm interested in, what, you know, makes me want to jump up out the bed every day and go do. Like I want him to know different things about me. I don't want him to just have in his mind. I just want to know what 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 in between them legs be like. Like I don't want him to just be focused on that and thinking about that. Like I want him to know how I was raised or like where I lived or where I traveled across the years like I just want him to know other things I want him to know like how much I love God like and why like you know what I'm saying sis I be wanting him to know more things than just what that mouth do sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry not sorry because we keep it real this season but yeah I want him to know how much I love fashions and how much I like to dress cute and how much I love to get my hair done and my nails done. Child, I just set my nail appointment for Monday because you know these nails got to be looking on fleek for Thanksgiving. Do y'all still say on fleek? Because I be trying to catch up. My little sister, she's 17 and she be like, why do you still say that? We don't even say that no more. And she be making me feel so old. And I'm just like, am I old? Do we still say on fleek? Whatever. Hmm. Anyway, I be wanting my man to know that I'm funny and I'm goofy and I'm silly. Like, I want him to be attracted to all of those other aspects of me. I don't want him to just be attracted to in between the legs and with the, with the cooter working with. Like, no, you want him to know other things, sis. So, what I'm saying is hold back on the sex so that he can get to know other aspects of you so that he can really get to know you okay he (laughs) child I can go on and on but we're gonna move on so the reason why I said slash kissing I put I wrote down no sex slash kissing because kissing is very intimate and then I'm hearing and I don't know if I'm late I know I'm not late but you know the whole thing about the STDs and stuff STDs are real and you know, I've been hearing that there's been like an uptick in herpes. And, you know, I've been seeing it on social media now. Y'all know I am not finna say no names because they ain't finna come for me. 
one day when this podcast blow up. But I just, you know, there's a young girl and there's a young guy. And they are both celebrities. And what has been said is that the young guy has an incurable STD. And yet and still, he has women or young girls. Because I feel like they so young. To me, they little girls and little boys. Like, they are not grown by, by any means in age. And so, what I'm trying to understand is why... A woman would be with a man who has an incurable STD. Now, so what I'm thinking in my mind, okay, they're celebrities. This man has money. But for the life of me, I still can't fathom why you would put your sexual health in jeopardy. Because the man has money and because he's a rapper? So, sis, you want to have or you don't mind contracting an incurable STD because this man is a popular rapper, child, like, when I tell y'all that is so mind-blowing to me, like, that is mind-blowing. But I see it happen uh, in one in one instance, and then I saw it again in another instance where, you know, allegedly... Another rapper has an incurable STD, yet he has all of these women around him and sleeping with him. And I'm just like, sis, what's going on? What is going on? Like the work that I'm doing, trying to push this message, like sometimes I'm just like, God, keep me near the cross and help me. Because I'm like, what, what, what are we missing? What are we missing I'm like, I'm sitting up here trying to talk about self-worth, standards, boundaries, and self-respect, yet we have women out here jeopardizing all of those things to be with a, a, a guy who got some little bit of money, sis. And then what really threw me for a loop is the young girl comes from money. She inherits the money from her parents. So you got just as, no, you probably have more money than this rapper, Yet you want to be with him and he got an incurable STD. I said, Lord, help my brain cells to wrap around that that idea. Cause my brain cells can't 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 understand and can't get there. So back to the to what I was saying. I said slash no kissing because I realized through the help of this stuff that I be seeing on social media and that I hear about is that there are incurable STDs that you can contract through kissing. So, you know, kissing seems like, oh, Jess, why are you saying no kissing? Like, kissing, that ain't nothing deep. Sis, yes, it is, first of all, because kissing is very intimate. I don't want your tongue in my mouth and my tongue in your mouth. If I don't know you like that, if I haven't spent ample amount of time with you, if I don't feel safe with you, if I don't trust you, because I don't know where your mouth been the day before it hit my mouth and with all these incurable stds you ain't finna pass me no herpes and that's what i'm talking about y'all herpes child y'all acting like oh i'm not gonna say y'all because i know my listeners are beautiful holy women but (laughs) but i'm just saying it's people out here really passing around 
STDs by by mouth. So it doesn't have to always be genital contact. So I'm just saying, sis, just think about it. I know y'all probably think I'm doing a lot, saying don't kiss, don't kiss. It ain't that deep. But y'all need to think about the world that we live in in 2020. People are passing around herpes, honey. And I don't want no parts. So I ain't kissing you until I know that I know that I know, honey. And I receive some type of confirmation from the Lord. <laughs> so let's move on. I hope y'all kind of understand and, you know, grasp the message that I'm trying to send about boundary number one when it comes to sex slash kissing. If you are like me and if you get emotionally attached and you know that you know that you know and you came to the conclusion that you are not able to just have casual sex, then you need to instill that boundary in your life. No sex because... It's going to lead to your downfall. I'm trying to tell you, sis, especially when you have sex too soon. I'll put that out there, too. Um, It, it just ruins the relationship. Y'all know it, dude. Like, it just ruins it. You know, hit me up in the DMs or send me an anonymous email or whatever you want to do. <laughs> you can send it to wnscoaching at gmail.com. That stands for what's next is coaching at gmail.com. And let me know your story or your testimony or your comment about this because I'm just saying, based on my past, I know that casual sex is not for me. And who wants to be in your 30s still having casual sex and getting your heart broken behind it like at some point sis we have to stop being insane and remember we define insanity as doing the same thing over and over and getting the same results if you notice that you have a habit that you do in relationships over and over and over and you keep getting the same result and you're wondering why then you got to address that habit and it's probably a bad habit Some of them are good things like we think we're being nice to the person or we're showing this person our, you know, wifely uh, characteristics. Ooh, let me show him how great I can be by doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. Nah, sis, you're giving too much too soon and he's going to take advantage of it. Most times than none, if you're not dealing with like a good guy who's going to say, hey, Ashley, you know, you don't got to do too much for me, sis, or, you know, boo, you know, you're doing a little bit too much. It's kind of, you know, turning me off from chasing you. Like, what dude is really going to say that? <laughs> he's not really going to say. He's not going to say it unless he's just a mature, Christ-like, you know, God-fearing man that's going to protect you in that way. But most men are not going to protect us in that way. So we have to institute standards and boundaries that will help protect ourselves it's savage out here sis i told y'all in the last episode you cannot expect for somebody to protect your heart these days or guard your heart you can do that the best you can guard your heart better than anyone else can you can protect your feelings better than anyone else can and so if you want to go a little bit deeper book me for coaching and we're going to go through you know the 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 points and the I don't want like to say step-by-step method because nothing is guaranteed, but I will drop some gems on you in a coaching session where you will learn a little bit more about how to protect your heart, how to guard your heart. You know what I'm saying? How to have these boundaries. And you know, if you need an accountability partner, you got a life coach in me, honey, 
And we're going to walk through this through our dating in 2021 the right way. So anyway, number two, let's move right along. Um, I put down for me no in-home dates, especially in the beginning. I'm not saying that I would never do or participate in an in-home date, but I feel like these are things that happen a little bit too soon and it kind of sends a message. Number one, if you let him come over too soon consistently, sis, or you're going over his place too soon consistently, it's also sending the message that um he ain't got to take you nowhere or he doesn't have to like put in any type of unique effort to create an experience for you on a date. And so I feel like we kind of upend ourselves in that category a little bit too early. Like he could have set in his mind like, oh, I'm going to take her here. I'm going to take her there. But if you be like, oh, you can come over and you can come over and you can come over. And you're like, you're always saying that. Like I said, he might not be the type of man that's going to be like, you know what, um, girl or whatever, like boo. <laughs> You don't always have, I, I don't want to always just come over and, you know, eat your food and drink your wine and watch your cable, all these things that you pay for out of your own money. I want to take you out. I want to splurge on you. I want to pay for you. I want to show you that I'm serious about you and take you on a few consistent dates. Like, like I said, sis, not a lot of men are going to come and tell you that. So this is what I mean about rolling out the red carpet the sex the in-home dates these are all of the sub points that i have on under rolling out the red carpet too soon so in-home dates kind of um they send a message to like i said number one um it kind of sends the message to the man that that he doesn't really have to put in that much effort or work or whatever it is that y'all want to call it um, it sends that message subliminal, subliminally to him. But make no mistake, he calculating that thing in his brain like, oh, I ain't even got to do too much for her. She let me come over every day. And like I was saying before, that's how those situationships start. Because you get in that pattern of just chilling at the house or chilling at his house. And now he ain't really got to do too much as far as taking you nowhere, taking you on no dates, taking you, you know, to experience something new. So I think we have to be mindful about those in-home dates. Be careful. Um, I also heard someone say to have some boundaries on the in-home dates if you're going to do it. Now, let me tell you this, sis. Now, don't do in-home dates too soon. But if you decide to start to do in-home dates um, a little bit down the line after you know this person a little bit better and you're starting to develop the beginning stages of trust, for him to even know where you live. That's another reason why I don't do in-home dates. Because it's like, you ain't finna get my address. I don't even know if you crazy yet. Like, we only known each other for about a month. We ain't finna do no in-home dates. I don't know if you're a psycho. You gonna show up at my house. I don't know if you got an ex-girlfriend who's psycho. And she following you to my house. Now she know where I live. So, it is imperative that you think about your safety as well, sis. Don't just be inviting nobody to your house. 10 20 minutes after you met them and i know people in situations where this has happened oh just follow me back back to the crib like mm -mm. ain't no following me back to the crib i am too grown okay and at this (laughs) stage in the game i'm too old to be making those type of immature decisions especially with all that is going on in the world i just heard a story about how this girl um it was on the internet internet (laughs) about how this girl went on a date um with someone she met off of a dating app 
and they were walking back to to his car or her car after the date and he just started beating her up and he held her against her will in his car like driving her all around the city or the town or whatever beating on her just like abusing her and her face was just all swollen up by the time she put the you know she put the picture on instagram or social media whatever and basically he just it was just a night of abuse like he just turned into a crazy man after they left that restaurant or that bar or wherever they were at and it's just like you gotta be careful we're gonna talk about dating apps real soon i'm gonna have my special guest probably on the next episode so stay tuned to that um but yeah so you gotta be careful with in-home dates but what i would or you know just giving people your address but what i was gonna say on my last point about the in-home dates um what was i gonna say about the in-home dates lord jesus about to lose my thought lose my train of thought okay the holy spirit brought it back thank you lord uh so boundaries on what time he has to leave basically i heard another life coach say that you know if you're gonna do the in-home dates down the line because we ain't gonna do it too soon you need to have a curfew and i know we grown but when your body start getting to feel a certain type of way you gotta have a way of escape like the bible (laughs) talks about god will give you a way of escape from temptation when you pray for it but i do believe we have to be smart in the meantime and say hey you know if i let this dude come over or if i come over his house our curfew is such and such time because as it gets later and later and later into the night what are grown people doing after midnight you ain't just sitting there kiki keying all night. I mean, it may have happened a couple of times, but eventually that temptation going to creep up on the both of y'all. And it's just going to be like, all right, what are we doing next? It's midnight. It's one o'clock in the morning. So y'all know where I'm going with this. So you can also put like a curfew, like, all right, you got to leave by 11, sir. Or if I'm over there, or if he over my place, I got to make sure that, uh, or if I'm, I'm sorry, if I'm over his place, I got to leave by 11 or whatever y'all curfew is 12. I'm thinking maybe no later than midnight because what, like I said, what are we doing after midnight if we're all keeping it real? So yeah, maybe think about a curfew, sis. Number three on my boundaries list is no shifting or eliminating my priorities when dating and what i mean by this i noticed in my past that when i was dating someone and i was excited about them and you know excited about what this could be and i was really liking him i would start shifting my priorities or just eliminating them so for example like if i in my singleness you know i may have set a routine like when i get off of work i'm gonna work out from six to seven or I'm gonna go to my dad's house because I need to you know just spend time over there or spend time with my little sister or my little sister asked me to do something for her on a Saturday but now that bay is around I don't need to work out or I'm not working out instead of going to the gym at six I'm meeting up with him at six like no sis no mm-mm mm-mm I heard a life coach say that a guy has to get in where he fits in, especially in the beginning. Like, you don't want to be too super available and send the message 
to him like i said subliminally that whenever he hits you up you can do whatever it is that he wants to do or you're available because you're shifting or eliminating your priorities like you still gotta do everything that you were doing in your life before you met him and he gotta get in where he fit in you know what i'm saying so don't cancel your appointment at such and such or cancel your gym class because now he asked you to go on a date you got to say oh well you know what I really appreciate that Daquan but tonight you know I have my Zumba class at six you know we maybe we can reschedule till eight or maybe we can reschedule for tomorrow like sis you still got to be who you are and you still have to keep your priorities like you can't just throw everything out the window because Daquan is in your life he's been in your life for five minutes and you so excited about it and now you just want to throw everything out the window Mm-mm. no ma'am so no shifting or eliminating your priorities keep your word Keep your priorities and let Daquan get in where he fit in or ask Daquan, can we reschedule or Mike or Billy or Bob, whatever you, whoever you date and whatever his name is. Okay. Keep them priorities intact. No matter what he got to get in where he fit in. We not compromising in dating on these type of things, right? Because that is how you lose yourself. You know how people say, I lost myself in that relationship. Why? Because you probably shift or eliminated some of your priorities and you did things that were unlike who you've always been and who you are because you were trying to please someone else or even please yourself by being with that person. Like, oh, I don't need to go to the gym today because I want to spend more time with him. Well, listen, until Jesus cracked them skies, you got all the time in the world to spend with him. So just reschedule, but don't reschedule something that you want to do or something that you've given your word to or a goal that you've committed to because you got a new low relationship, especially when you don't know where this relationship is going. You don't necessarily know yet if this is your husband or this is going to be someone who's going to be in your life for a long run. For the long run, you need to stick to who you are and stick to your priorities. Okay. Number four, no relationship slash marriage benefits while dating. And I keep hearing this and I've done it myself. Like, People will tell me stories of how they poured so much into a dating relationship or a situationship and they gave relationship benefits and marriage marriage benefits prematurely. So we got to be mindful of that. I'm pretty sure y'all already know that. I don't even think I got to go too far into that. But, you know, I've heard of like women, um, like I said before in the last podcast, giving money out or paying a man's bills or letting him use your car or washing his clothes or cooking him meals every day and letting him pull up to 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 taste the new pasta you made and preparing a Tupperware bowl for him and I'm saying like (laughs) we have the right intentions when we do those things because you know we want him to like us or we want him to love us or we want him to want to be with us so we're like oh let me show him what I can do let me show him I can cook let me show him I could wash his laundry let me show him I could help him find a job and edit his resume (laughs) let me show him that I'm the ride or die sis you don't need to show him that because it's like dang we be trying to show these men all this stuff and what in the world do they be showing us in the beginning 
Like, really think about it, sis. What has he done? (laughs) Meanwhile, you over here giving him the world or we over here giving him the world and rolling out the red carpet. Like, he just sitting up there like a king in a palace. And we up here giving sex, letting him come over on the in-home dates, shifting our priorities for him. Guys don't be doing that. They still be going to the gym. They still be doing what they got to do. They really don't shift their priorities a lot for us, especially in the beginning. But you'll see women... We'll shift our priorities. We'll compromise. We'll put in all these relationship and marriage benefits. And the guy over there just looking at us. I mean, he accepting it. He's just accepting it because, like you say, ain't nobody going to really, you know, turn down nothing that's free. So he's accepting it. But it's like we be doing the most. And if you really, really look at your past relationships or the relationship that you're in now or the situation that you're currently in, who doing more work right now, sis? Emotionally. <laughs> physically mentally because he in your brain all day you think about him all day long you're distracted because you're thinking about him you're picking up the phone at work when you for him when you know you ain't supposed to be on the phone at work child calm down i had to tell myself calm down and relax it's too much it's too much too soon these are things that should be reserved really for our husbands but at the least For someone who proves that they're just as down with us as we are with them. And like I said, that has nothing to do with materialistic things. Like you actually want a guy to show you by actions and words, but more so actions to back up the words that he is really down for you, that he's really into you, that he's really investing in you, that he's really intentional about you before you be giving up all of these red carpet benefits. So, no relationship marriage and, and marriage benefits while dating. And if you want to know, like, what those things are exactly and we can go into, like, that in-depth conversation about it, then you got to book me for coaching. Visit that What's Next Sis uh, Instagram page. Click that link in that bio and book me, girl. I ain't even expensive. $40 an hour. I'm going to talk to you for a whole hour, sis. I'm going to get you together. We're going to kiki about this and we're going to, like, really, really get down and 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 dang i want to say down and dirty but that don't even (laughs) no pun intended but we're really gonna go in on this because i got to make sure my sisters are not lacking in any area especially this dating area where we just oh gosh it seemed like we dropped the ball more than not and we ended with our little feelings hurt more than we should so book me for coaching y'all um number five i put no rushing All of the things that I previously mentioned, the no sex, the no in-home dates, the no shifting or eliminating priorities, the no relationship marriage benefits too soon, um, they really fall under the umbrella of rushing. Y'all know what happens when we rush relationships. The thing is, I really shouldn't even have to do a podcast on this because actually we all know these things. We all know these things and we know that the things that I've said can 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 contribute to our downfall in relationships, but we do them anyway. <laughs> and we overlook them anyway because we just want what we want. We want to be in love. We want to have a boyfriend. We want to have a husband. We want all the feels 
of a relationship, cuffing season, this, that. We know we're not really supposed to be doing these things. We all have that intuition. We all have the Holy Spirit within us that be like, mm, sis, I don't think you should do that. Ooh, it's too soon for this. Like you have like that little hesitation within you, but we do it anyway. <laughs> because we just want what we want and our flesh just wants to be satisfied. But I really think that we have to be careful with the rushing. And I put in parentheses, get to know his different moods, his character, his integrity. Now, that is so important because I feel like we rush so fast before we really, really, really get to know like who this person is. Like, how is he when he's moody? Y'all heard all these things before. How is he when he's angry? Like, how does he respond to people when he's in his feelings or does he get disrespectful does he just shut down like girl you need to know all these things before you commit yourself to him and you know thinking you in a whole relationship and you don't even know how's he gonna react to your family like if he go around your family is he just gonna sit in a corner like a dud on the wall or is he gonna be personable is he gonna be friendly because he could be one way around you and then he get around your people and he's just a complete turn off like you need to know these things that's why I say don't rush you need to know how he is when he's happy you need to know child you need to know what his relationship with God is because I do believe that a man who is submitted to the Lord genuinely with a pure heart i'm not talking about all this fake christianity that i be seeing on social media but a man who's genuinely committed to christ and submitted to christ i believe is going to treat you and or he's going to have good character he's going to have good integrity or he's at least going to be working towards that he's going to be identifying things within himself that he needs to work on he needs to elevate you know what i'm saying and don't y'all want a well-rounded guy like I do as far as character and integrity and stuff like that his mood how he responds to disrespect out on the street or if he comes across somebody who's disrespectful like how is your man gonna respond he finna turn up and end up in jail <laughs> or is he gonna handle it with integrity you know what I'm saying I do want my man to be like a little bit spicy because no woman wants like a punk but you know I still want him to be righteous so it's weird you know how girls say Oh, women say like I want a thug but I also want like him to be a good guy at the same time like child wouldn't that be amazing if we could just have it all a thug and a good guy mixed into one man like <laughs> I'd be cracking myself up but I say don't rush sis you got to get to know him from the inside out out uh, so that you can make sure that this is somebody that you want to align your life with and attach yourself to so also under no rushing I did put no vacations in the beginning because I have experienced like doing a whole vacation thing too soon and like you know you're 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 growing an attachment for somebody when you do that and you know you're creating like this fantasy in your mind of what it could be and like I said you get back home off that off that vacation and you get back to normal life back to to regular life like they say on uh Instagram and social media and that person could be a, a whole a-hole but on that vacation they were everything you'd ever dreamt for and imagined but then when y'all get back home back to real life they could be a whole a-hole and 
not even only on vacations, just in the beginning of dating, you know, everybody's showing their representative. You know, you're showing the good parts of you, the best parts of you, the sweet parts of you, the caring parts of you. But what about those ugly sides? Even you got them, sis. Even I do. Like, I know I be, I'm, I'm working on becoming a morning person. I'm not really the best morning person. My husband might not like that. I might be, I'm working on, you know, not being irritated when I first wake up just because it's so early. But what I've learned, go to bed early. So, you know, I'm actually instituting things into my life, new habits, so that I can be the best version of myself that I want to be for me and the person that I end up linking with for relationship and marriage. So there's things about him that you don't know yet, sis. So don't rush, don't rush, don't rush, don't rush. You got to give yourself time. It's okay for us to slow down. I know we all live in this hyper fast, pseudo speedy (laughs) society where everything, we're just used to everything coming quick. But on these relationships, you got to marinate these things in the crock pot, okay? You got to you got to marinate them. It's okay to move slow. Protect your heart, guard yourself, guard your emotions, especially guard your body, your temple. Now that's loving yourself by not having sex too soon, by not doing these in-home dates too soon, by not shifting or eliminating your priorities, by not doing all the marriage and relationship benefits and giving all those benefits, by not rushing into a relationship before you really know this person. That All of those things equate to loving yourself. All of those things equate to establishing self-worth. I had a pause because that was a word that the Holy Spirit just gave me. (laughs) And as I speak these things to you, I'm speaking them to myself. So let's go on to the standards and we got to run through it because we almost at an hour and y'all know the app that I use to record this podcast at the time. And I ain't going (laughs) to promote them because they ain't cut me a check. But the app that I use right now, it only gives me an hour. So we got seven minutes to run through these standards. I'm going to run through my standards just so that I can give you an example, just in case you've never created standards for yourself. I'm going to just let you know what standards may look like for you. And I'm not going to say you guys' standards are going to be exactly the same. I created these standards because this is where I am in my life. Um, Also, you know, looking over my dating life in the past helped me develop these new standards and helped me develop standards just period. So my first one is this guy and let me give you the definition of standards these are things that like you are not willing to compromise on they're standards they are written in stone they're facts like this is what you want to see in the person this is what what you want them to exemplify if they are to be permitted to be in your life so i ain't compromising on number one which i put down The guy has to be a genuine lover of God and I have to visibly be able to see his relationship with God because y'all know season one, if y'all listen to all 10 episodes or if you only listen to one episode, you can already tell that I have a pretty robust relationship with Christ and I just love God and I've really been seeing him in my life and when I reflect back over my life when I wasn't even paying God as much as attention as much attention as I'm paying him now I can still see where his hand was working and obviously with me doing this type of purpose work like God is at the center and at the foundation of it so um my man got to be a genuine lover of God and I have to be able to see a visible relationship 
And we can go in to that a little bit more if you want to do a little coaching with me because I don't have time to explain exactly what I mean about being able to see the visible relationship. I know some people don't understand what that means, but basically it's like you see like how you see him going to the gym every day, you see him making time for God every day. That's what I mean about visible relationship. But, you know, like I said, we can go into that a little bit deeper on coaching sessions. Um, Number two, my dude got to be compassionate. <laughs> he has to be compassionate. I am such a compassionate person. My dude got to be compassionate. Like, I don't think I could be with somebody who is an a-hole and he doesn't have compassion. I couldn't do it. Number three, this kind of goes hand in hand with number two. Um... He got to be graceful and merciful to others because I am. I don't want to be with no meanie, with no brick wall, with a person who doesn't give grace. Like God gave us so much grace. I need to see you. I need to see you giving people grace. Okay. I need to see you being merciful. Okay. And a lot of these standards I came up with, they reflect my personality. And I know the world wants to tell us that opposites attract, opposites attract, opposites attract. But actually, you do have to be like-minded <laughs> with the person that you're dating or getting ready to marry. Like some things, you're. You, I know you will be different because some people have two totally different personalities, but they work in a relationship and in a marriage. So I get that. But some things you do have to be like-minded on, like, for example, how you guys want to raise your kids, um, what you want to do with your finances. Like, everything can't be opposite, 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 okay? Some things got to be like-minded. So I'm a very graceful person. I show a lot of mercy, and I'm learning to use even discernment with that because I have all these great characteristics not to toot my own horn but you also got to be wise and not let people take advantage of you when you are showing a lot of compassion and grace because you know people can be manipulating you and lying to you and that's something else we can get into on a personal coaching session on how to balance your grace and your mercy but nevertheless I do want somebody who's graceful and merciful to others um number four someone who respects me in all ways because I do feel like uh, in my past dating relationships not to say that I allowed like disrespect as far as like calling me out my name or something like that or putting hands on me ain't nobody never put hands on me they would be locked under the jail if that happened but just respect me you gotta be respectful bruh for real and number five I put loves me more than I love him child because I have seen look Y'all know that little comment they be putting in on the internet talking about, Lord, I've seen what you did for others. <laughs> Lord, I've seen what you did for others. I have seen men who literally love their woman more than they love, um, more than their women. <laughs> woman loves them. Like, you could just tell, like, you know how you look? You be like, I, ooh, he love her. He loves her. And I put that because I already know that I'm going to love you down and I'm going to love you to the maximum, max, max, max. So if you love me more than I love you, oh, it's a guarantee. We lit. We lit. We lit. Anyway, y'all, I got to go. I got to head on out. I love y'all. I hope this was helpful. I know I'll be on here cutting up, but I hope you got something from it. Hit me up in the DMs. Email me. Um, until next time. Oh, I'm going to have a special guest for y'all next Friday. Just wait on it. I love y'all. I'm going to see y'all later. Yeah.